Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith. Jeremy, um, yeah, how have things been, man? <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> Life's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Question. I have a question for yeah. you. When you buy appliances at the store, yeah. like, do you get the extended warranty? Like, they always, like, try to sell you the extended warranty. Uh, do you get the extended warranty? I, so, I, this is a new phenomenon for me to go this route. Normally, I would say no. Um, but my phones, the last, last two iterations of my phones, yes. And um, with... Bigger devices, yes. What was the thing that I just recently bought that I had a warranty on? When you say, you mean bigger devices or higher priced items? Well, even like my son got a piano and the it's that one's much cheaper than like a electric piano. Much cheaper than what we bought for a phone or something like that. Still, we got ended up getting the warranty because right. it was a three-year warranty. I, don't, I always find warranties a little bit like a catch-22 because part of me is like, well, how long do you expect your product to last? Like, you just sold me on the quality of your product, but you're now asking for more money to guarantee that it lasts not five years, eight years, or ten years, but a measly three years. So, like, and I know you can renew them and stuff like that. Um, and I know that I, I believe, not always, you have to look into this. And, and I think churches, you know, when you're purchasing gear and equipment and you're kind of faced with this extended warranty thing, you need to look at the details because, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, but a lot of times with the extended warranties and whatnot, uh, it really varies. Like you have those extended warranties where, like for a computer, for instance, if you drop it on the floor or you spill lemonade, or I just saw on Reddit, um, uh, a dog vomited and it going by the, the animated gif it looks like the dog like vomited like straight on the computer right um uh, i know someone that's that the clone one I, yes this is the clone one yes um and then uh i know somebody that spilled coffee on theirs i heard someone just today who their small child this happened years ago dumped um spilled lemonade right over the keyboard of a brand new laptop. So sometimes those extended warranties will cover that. So like no questions asked. I know some of the Amazon tablet stuff, like they don't ask any questions. Like you send it back, it's busted. They don't care how you did it. You get a replacement. Now to me, those kind of warranties, depending on your investment and everything and what you plan to do with it and the cost of replacing it, et cetera, et cetera, might be not, might not be a bad idea depending on what it is, Right. Um, but you need to check that out because sometimes there's loopholes. Basically, all you're doing is you're extending that basic 90-day warranty. And to me, those kind of feel like ripoffs. How, how, how are the warranties that you had for, for the different phones that you've purchased? You said you've done the last few. I've just, I've just done the last two, one for me and one for my wife. I will say the one for my phone, it, was, it wasn't no questions asked, but it was, every single time they just took it. Um, they asked a couple questions and they're like, okay, we'll replace it. And no cost at all. So there was no restock fee or anything like that. Yeah. Someone that I worked with, they went to the Apple store and they were like, hey, you know, it wigged out. 
you know, and uh, they opened it up and they said, well, we're getting a moisture reading, uh, so we cannot cover this under warranty. And, you know, the person I worked with, they just needed their, they just needed it fixed and didn't move on. They didn't even argue. They're like, okay, whatever. But it was very irritating to them because they hadn't dropped it in water. It hadn't gone through a washing machine. It had, it had just stopped working. They hadn't abused it. There hadn't been any kind of accident for whatever reason it had a moisture reading at, at the fault of the device. It wasn't the user error and they didn't, they didn't fight back with that at all. But, um, but yeah, it, it really depends. It depends on it. I think when you're looking at soundboards that that's something to look at. And, um, I haven't had any experience with, you know, like property insurance and stuff, but it might be good to check those kind of those avenues as well, because depending on what you're trying to protect, it might, right. it may or may not be covered. I think that, I, th- I think you really have to understand what you're signing. Um, that should always be the case. Yes. But, uh, especially with warranties, because some of them are really just trying to get extra money. Um, they're the Samsung washers are known for this because the actual tub basin that they work on um, that actually washes your clothes, the warranty covers that. This, this annoys me but so the much. The actual thing that gets broken the most are the things that hold the basin in place while it's spinning. Right. And, right. So it has this sticker, not a sticker, this like metal decal attached affixed to it talking about the 10-year drum warranty the drum will last 10 years Ooh, yeah but what they don't tell you is that the metal that's purposely used a different metal for what it's mounted on will corrode fairly quickly like it's built for obsolescence and so you need to understand what it is that you're buying and obviously do some of the investment on like reviews and stuff but i think that you can get a lot out of it, especially if it's established for the right reason. So I, I guess I guess the moral of the story when it comes to these kind of warranties, and maybe this seems like a no-brainer to some people, but I think it's good to think it through ahead of time when you're not making the purchase um, to, 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 I mean, clearly you can't, what I mean by think about before the purchase is kind of in your mind, think, think through what kind of warranties you would want, what it would need to cover, just some scenarios in your brain. And then if you're shopping for a new soundboard or a new computer or some sort of tech gear for for the church or nonprofit or, you know, whomever it is for, um, to really evaluate that and, and purposefully and mindfully look out for it. Don't, don't let it be an afterthought. Think about it ahead of time because while, while – Fifty half the time it feels like you're just trying to get scammed. They want more money out of you, like you said. I think there are those instances where it could or can be very valuable for the organization. Yeah. I think one good option to always consider is if you're working with a reputable salesman, especially if you're in church tech. Um, hopefully, you have people that you've regularly been working with, and so that's a great reason to go the warranty routes. If you're buying a phone from a person that you just met. Um, at Verizon or wherever that I'm a little bit more hesitant on and you're going to have to need to just do your research. Yeah, I would say probably 95% of this can be avoided by just doing the legwork and reading reviews and stuff like that. You know, looking at what kind of problems do people have? If there's something broken, what kind of experience do they have working with the company? Stuff like that can be huge. Um, I know that uh, uh, when I was purchasing audio drives for the radio studio, um, I used and swore by glyph drives. Uh, glyph, glyph drives were a they, they were designed for audio production to be used heavily because you're you're reading and writing and you're doing it a lot, right? It, it it can kill a drive pretty fast. But the thing of it is, is that when you're recording, like losing that audio can be 
devastating, right? Um, and the cool thing about the cliff drives is, first of all, they were super heavy duty. You know, they stayed cool. Um, they had RAID built in, which um, if you're not familiar with what that is, it means that it's essentially when it writes to the drive, it's also writing to another drive or creating a backup at the same time. So if, if one part, if the drive fails, it's automatically backed up on the second part of the drive. Um, very, very cool setup how those work. And once you then recover your audio, you were able to put it in a case and mail it back to the company and they would first attempt to fix it to to uh, to get your audio so that it was safe, just in case the second raid didn't 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 take. And then they would proceed to fix the drive and send it back to you. Now these drives were five times the cost of a regular drive. The same size you could get you could get one for like a hundred bucks for the size of the drive at the time. Uh, a glyph drive was five hundred. So you were talking about five times the cost. But considering the nature of the work that I was doing. It was a no-brainer, and you know the drives were used often enough that on two occasions um, I had to I had to use their services, um, and never was I in a pickle or a pinch because I not only had the RAID backup and was able to dump it over to another drive, I didn't skip a beat, I didn't miss miss any, I didn't miss any beat, didn't skip a beat in my production and and loss of audio or anything. Everything was cool, smooth sailing, and uh, yeah, you think, well, you know, what quiet quality is is failing that many times? Well, you know, having a drive fail um, essentially once every other year um, for the amount of audio recording and editing that was going on was was pretty solid. So um, that's a situation where you're you're not even talking about warranties anymore. You're talking about a company who. Um, is selling you know beyond that they're offering uh, offering essentially the service within the product which is is a form of a warranty but um yeah so sometimes yeah do you pay more yes but you know you pay what you 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 get what you pay for and i think it's important to recognize there's other things that may go into it too especially with the people doing the service um my father sells to churches as far as like projectors and stuff um, and how come he's never been on the podcast talking about projectors? I'm kidding, Jeremy. Uh, I'm kidding. He's a local salesman. <laughs> um, but I think that the, the issue of not only having a projector, but then also you hang it really high, right? And you're probably not wanting to go service that yourself. And so if you buy the projector from someone, you may want to get, um, specific, warranty stuff and a lot of times if you get warranties through different people they'll actually do all the servicing especially if you buy like a whole project through the person that's doing the service um they'll they'll do all the servicing for you for free because in some regards that's also another opportunity for them to try to pitch you more services right well and i think the same could be said with the quality that you're purchasing like the quality of the projector the quality of the bulbs you know i can see and understand getting a good price on a bulb but you know and 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 spending more money doesn't always mean higher quality i understand that but do your research um because more than likely buying the cheapest is not the way to go and like you're saying if it's high and out of reach like do you really want to be changing that bulb more often like what are you saving (laughs) 
<laughs> especially if you have to get scaffolding out. And if you're not saving dollars and cents, what kind of man hours? What are you doing to your volunteers? You know, there's a lot of a lot of different costs that you have to to take in consideration. And I don't think there's any one great, you know, one all powerful answer. As much as be mindful and think about it, and make sure that you consider all of these things yeah, when making your choices and presenting and, your choices and to, to others. This might seem a little weird, but talk with the church down the street and ask them how they got theirs. Or it's if- not weird. In fact, Robbie Soto, when he when he was on, on on as a guest, he said that that was like one thing that he wanted to pass on to people was like talk to each other, mentor one another. You know, what has your experience been like reading the online reviews, everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's very helpful. I do it all the time. It's great. But if there's somebody that you can actually talk to, because not everything, right? Not everything can be just hammered out or you can read someone else's review. There's like a lot of different, there there may be some nuances that you can, you can handle better face to face. Mm -hmm. Or even if you are in a denomination, ask your denomination what they do. Oh yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot that you could do. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times in denominations, there can be similar worship styles. There can be similar presentation and preaching styles that come with it. And so, you know, what, you know, the, the, the church down the street, what they say about sound may be completely different than other churches that are like yours would say about sound because you're doing sound and projecting sound in a much different way. And if you're doing it smart and talking about several churches all at once doing sound, you may even be able to get it. What? Deal. No, you're absolutely right. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.